You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. All right, Jake. So the top 10 teams in the Eastern Conference, the Heat at 52-28, the Celtics Mm -hmm. after decimating the Bulls is at 50-30, and the Bucks 49-30, and the 76ers at 49-30. The mm-hmm. Raptors are 46 and 33. The Bulls are 45 and 35. Mm-hmm. The Cavaliers are 43 and 37. Nets 42 and 38, along with the Hawks. And at number 10 is the Hornets, who are 40 and 39. The Bulls are the only team outside right now of the Cavaliers that have a winning, a losing streak in their last 10 games. The Bulls are four and six. The Cavaliers are three and seven, but in mm-hmm. the last three, the Bulls have lost three straight games. So mm-hmm. you're looking at a team right now. If my math is correct, you got one eight that plays itself, two seven, and then three six, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. So three six, welcome to the Bucks. Welcome no, to the, the Bucks. Now, okay, maybe the Celtics get – they need two games. I don't know how that's going to win. I mean, how they're going to go with wins. But you've got either the Bucks or the 76ers because the Raptors aren't going to be able to jump up four games and overtake They can beat the 76ers. They can beat the 76ers. They're dysfunctional. That whole thing's dysfunctional over there. That's dysfunctional over there. I mean, I'm they, okay. They, they, they ain't show they, they haven't showed it to me yet. Can they beat a 76ers team without Lonzo Ball, who after reports has said he will not play again this season? They said during the re- regular season, but I'm right. almost assured that it's going to be through the playoffs. A gimpy Zach Levine right now, the point. And you've got a rookie point guard and your backup point who they prefer to play him at the power forward for some reason is Caruso, who is hurt too. With all those things facing the Bulls. And you have a slow vooch. And I just want to say it. And Jay, maybe I'm wrong. You tell me. I know after COVID, it takes a while to recover, just like it did last year for Jason Tatum. It took him a whole year really to get back stable. Vooch had a bad case of COVID. I mean, it wasn't a ha-ha, he-he. He didn't just right. miss the 10 days of protocol. He was out for a while, and he right. looks slower. He doesn't look as crisp. And I don't know, it looks like it's a, a digression, but you're looking at guys who've been in the league, what, 13 years or so? Yeah, all the time. It just, it doesn't look like Vooch is not a top top center in the league. Well, He's the problem is machine. The problem is he's not hitting the ball. He's not hitting the jump shots when he needs to hit them when the Bulls need him. Mm-hmm. However, the Bulls have been getting outplayed. Lonzo Ball was the key for the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Absolute key. He solidified their defense. because The Bulls were playing very good defense when he and uh, um, Caruso. Caruso. Mm-hmm. When he and Caruso were out there, they were playing very good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Zach Levine out there, they were playing very good. Now, you just lost a really big part of your defensive stopper. 
Mm-hmm. And then where the Bulls were dangerous at the beginning of the year was Lonzo Ball getting out leading the break with Zach Levine and with DeMar Rosen. I mean, kicking out and running. The Bulls were dangerous because they were a not a big club. They didn't really have a big man. If you remember that, right. Vooch was it. Vooch was it. And they had to go out here, and the Bulls were running, right? Because Lonzo Ball is that guy. He is that. You want him leading your break because he's going to give the ball up. They don't have that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got A.O. playing too big of a role right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe White was never going to be that guard that was going to be able to lead you. He's going. He's a spark plug that comes off the bench, and hopefully he outscores who he's playing against because mm-hmm. he ain't going to defend nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to D up nobody. So you talk about the Bulls lost three of their core people, and surprisingly, they still stayed in the hunt. Now, can they beat the 76ers? I think they can if we get a discombobulated James Harden. Mm. If the beard ain't trimmed right, you know, if it's leaning <laughs> over, the, you know what I'm saying? If <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. If, if you know if he messed up the line, you know I did. You know your beard. If your beard ain't, you know, it take a. I think it take a few weeks to get your beard back straight. If they right. they, they mess your line up, you be like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, just cut it off and, and start right. again. And, and then they start trimming down here, and after a while, you look like a member of the Amish mafia. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You, you put you you put on one of them hats and a black coat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You 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 turn in your car for a horse drawn carriage in a buggy. You know what I'm saying? Gang mm-hmm. g- gangster and potato mash. You know, mm-hmm. but um, if you <laughs> if you uh are in a situation where James Harden is having one of them games, plural. And he ain't feeling it, but he's jacking up 25 shots a game, you know, and, and he's throwing the ball out of bounds. And because nobody implodes better than James Harden. That's nobody true. implodes better than James Harden. When it ain't going for James Harden, it is not going. You think Westbrook is bad. Oh my God. James Harden might he starts kicking the ball out of bounds with his feet. Then he has that look on it. Then he's running into the cheerleaders. And then he's just, he's out there. He'd be dribbling, going this way without the ball. It's just, you know, missing. I mean, he's shooting shots, building condominiums up behind the backboard because he's just launching bricks up there, you know. But, but how so do you he, stop MB? That's the well, bugaboo for them. Here's the thing about it. I don't think one player in the NBA, if everybody, if his supporting cast is not helping him, one player is not going to be able to beat you. He might get 40. He might get 40, right? He might but what's get the rest 50 of his, or 60. What, but what is the rest of his cast getting you? That's the whole thing, you know? Because And the 76ers have been real up and down like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, Embiid is probably going to win the scoring title this year, but why? I mean, okay, let me ask you a question. Okay. If somebody said, uh, you know, uh, Joel Embiid is going to win the scoring title this year at the beginning of the season. What would you have said? Lies. Lies and Lies. 
lot of lies and far and far and far and filth. Sir, why why would you blaspheme like that? There's no way Joel Embiid mm -hmm. is going. But why does but why does Joel Embiid have a green light? Because he doesn't have a balanced team around him. That's why they gave away half their team to try to get Harden there to give him some help score. Mm -hmm. Right? So this is the whole okay, let's break this down. If AD was scoring 40 points a game, Lakers would be unstoppable. <clears throat> right? Right? You're right. If if Vucevic was scoring 40 points a game, the mm -hmm. Bulls would be unstoppable. With DeRozan, unstoppable. Right? I mean, go down the line. Any of those top-tier teams right now, if their big man was giving you points like Embiid, they'd be unstoppable. Mm -hmm. but, the, but the 76ers were so bad, with Embiid leading the way, going for a score, they had to give away three of their best players to go get James Harden. What does that tell you? That they had no help around him. That Joel Embiid has the green light. Why is Joel Embiid trying to close games? From the three-point line? Because nobody else wants to. And we know James Harden ain't a closer. Mm -hmm. When's the last time James Harden closed a game for you? He can't even stay on the team. I mean, he was up there. James Harden was with with, with, with KD and Irving and couldn't stay up there. How, how, how can you count? Is it that you can't get it done with presumably two of the best players all time at their position? Mm. Kyrie Irving, top five, top 10 guard all time, right? Mm hmm. KD, the Slim Reaper? Who better than the Slim Reaper? Well, they were saying, you know, it wasn't a lot of sharing and that Kyrie Irving was but, taking but, the ball too much and he had it but, in his hand. But, okay, and this is what I'm saying to you. So you had a guy, James Hart, you just couldn't see him pouting behind his beard, mm -hmm. right? Only reason why you get out of there, only reason why you get out of there on that team is because you feel like you should be the scoring leader. Right. You feel like you're not going to make your bonus, mm -hmm. right? So now you want to go somewhere where you can be the man. All of a sudden, he goes over here, and Joel Embiid is the man. Joel Embiid is still shooting the basketball whenever he gets ready to. And so mm -hmm. what does the beard do? He, you know, he has hissy fits and just starts chucking stuff over his shoulders. And then he starts trying to do the same rip move that they banned, basically, in the NBA this year. Part of last year, he's still doing the same rip move, trying to get to the line. And I'm like, no, no, you ain't gonna do that. No, no, no foul. Mm -hmm. Same move. And, and and why was James Harden scoring all these points? Because he was getting to the line. Now he ain't no. getting to the line like he used to. You know, we just talked about that in the last segment about guys not changing their game. You haven't seen AD change his game. You haven't seen James Harden change his game. And to a, a large degree, you didn't see Vucevic change his game. And you really haven't seen Zach Levine change his game. So I'm going to ask a, a taboo question, Jay. And maybe not taboo for you because we've talked about this before. But taboo for the listeners. Is Zach Levine worth a max contract extension? Got to pay, gotta pay him. Got to pay him. Mm, you got to pay Zach Levine. If, he, if he's healthy, you got to pay him. I mean, we're, we're looking at a guy who's got the tweak knee. Now, the problem with Zach Levine, why are you out there doing uh, reverse 360 slam dunks and your knee went together? Okay. Um, you know, I'm looking at that. And I, I, let's just look at from the, the perspective 
when he didn't have DeRozan and you had just the Zach Levine team, they were a 25-win team at best. With, with DeRozan, your win share has gone up by about 10 games. DeRozan and Vooch can win you games. They've done it without Zach this year. Zach still has not been able to find, and maybe it is injury that's causing all this, he hasn't been able to find that gear that can move you on. So my question would be, if you can find some better pieces in a trade for Zach Levine, do you trade Zach Levine? No, you don't trade him. And here's my other answer to another part of your question. Hmm. DeMar DeRozan, who else didn't want DeMar DeRozan? A lot of the people. L.A. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want DeMar. The Chicago Bulls were three, three four, and fifth choice for DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Right? He just ended up here. So I think you got a guy who was playing to prove a point, a motivated DeMar DeRozan, showing you, yeah, this is what y'all didn't get right here. Let me show it to you. Uh, uh, uh. Bring me, break this down. Let me pull this package out. I was just worked on this last week. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh. Look at my mini game. I'm just going to put this on you. You got a motivated guy, right, who's giving you buckets right now. Oh, he's the greatest thing since Swiss cheese, right? But there was a lot of teams who didn't want an aging DeMar DeRozan. Why? Because he might not be this next year. Mm-hmm. You know, your your core guy is Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine coming back. When Zach Levine is healthy, dangerous. He just needs somebody to run with him. And that was the vision of Lonzo Ball was that those guys getting out on the fast break, those guys who are willing defenders, those guys who really at their size are a matchup nightmare for other teams because of their quickness, because of their strength. When this team is put together and ready to go, they're going to be good and they're going to be ready to go. However, they've just been injured. And you got a Zach Levine who's been injured. You got now a Lonzo Ball who I believe just shut it down. I believe Lonzo Ball just shut it down. Man, I ain't coming back out there. Let me get this thing healed up because, well, I'm not on a max deal. You know what I'm saying? I'm not on. I'm I'm not on a max deal. I got I got to come back and play again next year. I'm I'm shutting this thing down. So, um, to your point, I think no, you can't get rid of because uh, who are you gonna get for? Him? I don't know. That's a good uh, question. An aging superstar. You you want an aging guy who? No. You, you're not going to get one of these young guns for him. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you know, and I'm throwing out a little stupid name, but you're not going to get a Trey Young or, or or somebody like that. You're not going to get a a guy who, okay, that's that, that guy makes a, a big deal. You're not getting that guy for him. You're going to get an aging guy. You're going, you're, going, you're going to get a Russell Westbrook-ish type of dude. You know what I'm saying? You know, because any of the top flight guys you can get that he's on comparison with aren't going to be as good as him. Yeah, that's question. If you get rid of them, if you get rid of them, who you bring? Who you getting? See, I mean, I'm I'm looking at guys like Sadiq Bay. You're looking at those kind of guys now that are young guys who can do something. Maybe not the uber talent of Zach Levine, but somebody you can bring in. But but that's a great why, point. You can't but why, get those guys? Right. But why would I give up that guy for Zach Levine? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, if, I got you. Know, you. Zach Levine is getting ready to start down the roller coaster. <laughs> you know, you already know the one where you chicken, 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 chicken. You know, you go and also you can chicken, 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 chicken. 
and you get up here, you start, you know, you're right at the top, and now you're starting to go over. You know, I think you, you start to see Zach Levine, especially if he can't shake these injuries. You know, so that's the biggest question. If he can't shake these injuries, we're already up that climb, that mountain. Do, is this the guy you want to attach a max contract to? Well, and then be stuck with him later on. Who else? I mean, my, the issue is with any of these guys, you're taking a chance on anybody out here. The way the NBA is played now. Mm. Here's the problem. Here's the whole problem right now. Okay. You got teams out here scoring 120 points a game and nobody even blinks an eye anymore. All right. Right. A hundred hundred thirty, hundred four, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty point game, and nobody blinks an eye. Mm -hmm. So you got guys on maximum offensive output. Right. Maximum. They're rolling. None of these guys are taking a rest on offense. They're all going full bore. Mm -hmm. on offense and now that's why you're seeing guys starting to blow their knees out their ankles are starting to blow out why because you got guys attacking the basket all night long right. why because the only way you're going to win in the NBA 76 points is not going to win a game in the NBA anymore no not at all ask the Bulls 80, doesn't work 80 points 80 80 points is not going to day of a great defensive team winning in, winning the big one not the closest thing you got that is Milwaukee. Mm. That's the closest thing you got right now to a very good defensive team is Milwaukee. They probably have one of the best players all time playing on that team right now, and he's done. And thank God but, he resigned with Milwaukee because if he had left, yeah, well, they. Well, I mean, you got to, you got to think about purgatory. This too. Well, you got to think about this, too. He's a young guy who came from meager, humble beginnings, mm -hmm. right, who looks like a guy who's not really into all his fast life. He could hang out in Milwaukee. He's got his brother with him. He's got his family up there with him, you know. But they, they're, they're, they're from Greece, you know, and they're just like, hey, dude, we're great right here. I'm going to keep getting paid. I'm going to sell some Gatorade. I got shoes. You know what I'm saying? My family with me. I mean, you got three brothers in the NBA. Right. Everybody making NBA money. That's that. You at all time, you're going to probably be in, go down as an all time great. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, life is good. Why, why would I leave? Why would I Why would I uproot myself out of that? I don't care what happens with Milwaukee. I'm signing max deals. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care what happens with Milwaukee. I'm going to get contracts. I'm going to make, I'm going to make uh, advertising money. You know, if I, if I go somewhere else, I, this team is built around me and it's going to continue to be built around me. If I go somewhere else, now I got to fit in somewhere else and I don't think his game actually translates somewhere else because you have to be defensive-minded, plus he needs the basketball. You know, and he's not a great enough shooter that um, he's going to make anybody uh, fear him from outside. So he's a guy who's going to have to dominate people on the inside and after a while, is his game going to translate? Correct. You know, because because he takes a beating. He gives a beating, but he, he takes a beating. And he's a super freak. He's a super freak in the weight room. He's just one of those guys. So why not stay there, you know? But the issue is, uh, back with the Bulls, their situation right now 
is that you have uh, guys right now who have to score the basketball. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, 120 points now, a game is average now. It's an average game. This game, I hate to say it, I hate the way NBA basketball is played right now. I really do. Mm. I mean, it's just just complete um, offense and nobody is really defending because they don't want a lot of defenders to defend. Right. You know what I'm saying? So many you know, rules if, against the defender. Yeah. Let, let them put their hands back on them again. Let's slow this down. Mm -hmm. it, let, let, let's, let's go. Let's go. Just take your elbow out to people's backs. Right. And let's put your hand back on them like you used to do back in the 90s, mm -hmm. in the 80s. Let's go back to that. I mean, I can understand the hard files and all that type of stuff. Keep that stuff out the game. But give the defense a chance to keep these guys out the lane. Let's get these games back down to under 100 points where they need to be. You know, you got the three-point game implemented in there. Now guys can get out on the three-point line and don't have to worry about just getting broke down because they can't put a hand on a guy without getting a foul call. Steph Curry would not be as free as he is shooting his basketball if somebody could put a hand on him. You know, if he turned his back on you, you could push him and hold him there. Now let's see you get free to shoot this jumper on a regular. Let's let, let's even let's even the playing field. You know the, the playing field's not even right now, and they've ruined the game. But to me, they've really ruined the game of basketball. You know the, the game of basketball was really in its heyday in the eighties, in the nineties. You know where teams were winning ninety one to eighty six on a regular basis, very seldom. Do you remember the days when teams were giving out free Big Macs um, as a promotion? If teams scored 100 points, remember that. Hey, this McDonald's franchise will give you a free Big Mac if you have a if you hold a ticket to the game. If they score over 100, team people at the end of the game would all standing up clapping because it was 97. They're waiting for somebody to hit two free throws or waiting mm -hmm. for can you hit a three? Remember that? Yeah. Right now, right now, McDonald's will go broke. <laughs> Most definitely, if you kept a Bulls ticket in your hand. And you could use that for about a year. It was good. You go and get you a Big Mac for free because the Bulls yeah. put up 100 points. You were like, woohoo. That's amazing. But, but it was so rare that it happened on a regular basis. I mean, they got there, but it was 105 maybe. That was a big game, over 100. Mm -hmm. uh, now, if you ain't scoring 100, now if you ain't scoring 100, you ain't going to win. If you're you know, not to scoring me, to 110, you're not going to win. But the game of basketball – the game of basketball has been ruined, I think, um, because of that, because they just went too offensive, you know. Um, and I don't blame Steph Curry and people like that. He he revolutionized that part of the game, you know, that I don't care if you could put a hand on him, you might not be able to drive, but he was still going to be able to shoot the three ball. Mm -hmm. But as for going out and defending him, I think I think he would I don't think he would be shooting him at the clip. That he was shooting out because you got guys who could actually put a hand on him and keep him in front of him a little bit. And he would get some of those three-pointers blocked because you have guys being able to get up off the floor because they can stay in contact. But right now you can't touch them. You know, I, I really don't like this. I, I really don't like maybe I'm an old fogey, which I think I'm old fogey, but I don't like this brand of uh this brand of basketball. It really is sometimes unwatchable. I don't want to see 130 to 120 games. I don't want to see that. Well, I will say this is as we go forward and Grandpa Jay goes on and bemoans <laughs> about the, the old days of when you know you win a I game know. fifty to forty two. I'm that guy. I'm that do. guy now. 
Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. Adam Silver has said it's not going to happen. He's going to get people back into the stands and people rested. But one last question before we go, Jay, is this whole thing. Let's go back to the linchpin very quickly. If you can't get Lonzo Ball back, and this is a Lonzo Ball, as you said, that's not on a max contract. This is a Lonzo Ball that's never played a full season of his basketball career. Is Lonzo Ball one of those ones, like we talked about with AD, where he's not taking this seriously enough in the offseason to keep him away from injury? Or is Lonzo Ball going to have to change some things to be able to survive and have a long-term career in the NBA? Because if he fails, this whole Bulls experiment fails. Well, he, he's a couple of trick pony. I mean, he's not a one-trick pony, but he only got two tricks, all right? One of his tricks that he has that he's an outstanding passer of the basketball. I mean, outstanding passer of the basketball. The second trick that he's got is that he's six foot six mm-hmm. and he can move like he can move. He can defend like he can defend and he can lead the break like he can lead the break. The His most glaring thing that's wrong with him is that he doesn't have a mid-range game and even though he's a better three-point shooter, he's still not a three-point shooter enough that he scares you for any length of period of time. Mm. So unless he gets into the gym and his midi game where he can step inside and hit that 17-footer and just torch you, unless he can get some DeMar DeRozan in his game, where and that's what he really needs. He needs that DeMar DeRozan type of game going on where he can get inside, mm. punish those smaller guards, where they could ISO him one-on-one, he could back him down and just kiss it off the glass on a regular basis. Until he can do that, um, then you're going to have a guy who is just really two-dimensional in a three-dimensional type of game. But he's a piece. I think he's a piece. I, I like Zoe. But you got to put talent around him. He's not the guy who's going to take you over. He's going to take you over the top. But he's a guy definitely that can keep you at the top if he's healthy. But a lot of these, you know, these players now, a lot of it's if they're healthy. You know, and like I said, this brand of basketball that we're playing now, you have to score 120 points. You're putting pressure on these guys to jump hard, cut harder, um, dunk, you know, attacking the basket. These guys are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you only can jump so many times before something goes wrong, before you step on somebody's foot, you know, and uh, before you get a guy, you know, uh, you know, guys start playing a little dirty and start taking guys out the air at some point in time. I think you're going to see a lot of that in the playoffs. All this all this 120-point game, that ain't going to be happening in the playoffs. They're going to – defense is going to rule the day then, and then you're going to start getting guys get banged around. But, um, you know, I, I just going back to back to the Bulls. I think – I think I think this is the girl you put – you know, you quit your other girl, and uh, you picked up this one, and you, you bring it her to the dance. Now, just because you found out her hair wasn't hers, and uh, <laughs> one of her false eyelashes is kind of falling down a little bit. That's your boo. Hold her hand and, and, and go out there and do the butt. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You know, she's a little sweaty under the armpits, but hey. And she's still cute. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We're bringing this show to a close because you know what? It's getting late and Jay Sizzle is getting delirious. <laughs> 
So you know who's in the building. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. We are the Sizzle. We're the hottest sports talk. We're the hottest talk anywhere. But especially yeah. in the 219. You know what we it are. is. You know what we've come to do. And that is always bring you the hotness. And you know yeah. you, my friend, on the other side. <laughs> Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.